Blueies and Shoeies, we are back and we are previewing the top nations in the Rugby World Cup. And uh, we've battered through the dreaded group of death. We're on to probably the next toughest group. Uh, certainly got uh, the next best or, or the, the best ranked teams. And uh, we'll kick off with the hosts, France, Le Bleu. Um, the mighty French, mate. I think uh, a quick intro from my side. Uh, and sorry, I am joined by Dwight Eaglehoff, who's a rugby nose, helping me out, previewed all the top teams. Um, a quick overview. We're doing a quick overview, running through strengths and weaknesses on each team, key players to watch, and then we're predicting, putting dirty shoeies on the line on where we think uh, each team will get to in the Rugby World Cup. From my side of things, uh, this is an extremely, extremely exciting French team. The French have always had the flair. Uh, what they've got now is uh, a team that is so well-rounded, uh, coming off a more consistency than we've seen before. It's always been probably a big weakness of theirs is uh, do they get up on the wrong side of the bed? Um, certainly over the last few years, Gautier has galvanised all the Pro 14 clubs to be working more harmony with the national team. team. There seems to be more consistency. You know, we, we know the French can be uh, overly dramatic at times, but football teams, rugby teams and otherwise, uh, there seems to be a lot more harmony. They've been building for this World Cup. And make that do they look exciting? So if I touched really quickly on my key strengths, I think the obvious one goes. And if anyone doesn't know, most teams within the world one uh, run a uh, the fly half runs the game. Mm. Where in France, uh, the number nine, the scrum half runs the game, and unfortunately for for every other team, they've got the best number nine on the planet by by some way. Dupont is a class above me. I mean, he's powerful, uh, great kicking game. Uh, he does things that you would expect a guy two foot taller, 30 kilo, kilos bigger to be able to do. Equally, he's elusive, brilliant passing game. I, I don't see a weakness in his game. So they've got a genius at nine. They've got a monster pack. I think we've uh, we compared notes beforehand and we both agreed. We both had exactly the same terminology, monsters. From God knows where in the world they've picked these boys from, because I think some uh, aren't uh, born in France, but yeah, that's the reality. But these boys are monsters, dynamic, big, big, big units. And I think finally on the strengths from my side of things is they mix power with the French flair out, out the back. And so they've got that beautiful combination of brute strength and French flair. Dwight, what do you think, mate? Mate, famous French analogy. The f forwards need to move the piano around the park so the backs yes. can play it. And yeah. th they've they've nailed that. Gaultier's sorted out all the weaknesses of French rugby. Uh, they the, they the forever been the, kind of the bridesmaids in world rugby. You know, they made more semifinals and finals than anyone else, but they've they've never touched the the coveted Webelos. Uh, yeah, this is this is the potentially their year. Monster pack, fully agree. Just big man. Funny story, uh, Paul Willemser got recruited by uh, 
your 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 mates at Kez. Did he? And there was all this talk. Uh, there was the mate, he he was big. Schoolboy <laughs> rugby in South Africa was big in yeah. Joburg. There were some big boys. All the talk was, around was, was about there's this guy, and he <laughs> he lost it at Kez for I think two weeks. He had to leave because he just he, he he pretty much could only speak Afrikaans. Um, okay. And just yep. Yeah, so I went up to to the institution that is Monument, and and now yeah. he's running around for for for, for France. But listen, he, he's he's the anchor in that pack. He sorts out the scrum. He sorts out everything. Uh, I don't think you're going to see him jump into a line out, but he'll throw some boys up. So no monster pack. Got a bit, also a balance in it though. Um, the, the, their young loose forwards now I think are incredibly good. The the Charles Olivons of the worlds and, and Aldrits, so um, really just good pack. Enter the pont you, you've touched on, but the the Achilles heels of French teams in the past has been defence and fitness. Yeah, uh, sports science in general around their conditioning, they've, they've yep. sorted a lot of that out. Yeah, uh, they seem to be fit. Uh, I've still got question marks on it, but the their kicking and defence game they brought in the world's best. You know, uh, Sean Edwards, Sean Edwards, Sean Edwards, mate. No one takes more pride in defence for uh, yeah. uh, maybe Jacques Nibar does, um, but between Jacques Nibar and uh, and, 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 and Sean Edwards, best defence coaches probably in the world. Yeah. So they sorted that out, and then they brought in Flock Saliers, who used to be the Blue Bulls kicking coach. You know, oh. this is the guy that, that coached the the Mornay Stains, Stains and, of the World Series, uh, yeah, and, okay. yeah, yeah, you know, mate, and also out of hand. Um, they've got a really good kicking game, 9, 10, 15. Um, even Fikau uh, in the midfield is, is, is not bad with putting the little dinks through. Yeah. Um, so, no, really good team, really well yeah. balanced. Um, if, if, not, if people aren't aware, Sean Edwards is, I think, won everything as a rugby league player, and that's mm. where he was yeah, brought up as a, as a player to then go and win the Six Nations, yeah, what, two, three times with, with Wales under mm-hmm. Gatlin. Gatlin. I think, he, I think I think he can literally speak two words of French, apparently, from what I've heard. But he's uh, he's certainly got the boys on board, and that they're all on on side. And it's funny; uh, it's a really good point that you mentioned about the fitness side and, and the professionalism. Because you know, when I've heard players like the Habanas and the like, who all were sort of in the Galacticos Toulon team of many years ago, some of them to the side have always you know said that you know the under twenties team used to be at. They're picking their nose, eating a sandwich, drinking a coke, messing around, and and actually even being disrespectful to their coaches. It looks like you know they've uh, finally put the hammer down and actually you know through that's through one, those early yeah, years four under twenty championships in a row. They've clearly yeah. cleaned up and sorted out. Yeah, F- funny story how the French how seriously they took um uh, uh, took conditioning and sports science. Um, got a few mates that have played there professionally um, across all the top leagues there. Uh, uh, Challenge to one mate who um, who played at a pretty serious club over there and was really just struggling with putting keeping his weight up. So I went to the conditioning coach and said, "Listen, you know, can I get some protein or what, what do I need to do?" Well, mate, uh, more cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I could play for that guy. <laughs> I could play for the guy. He could win well, me over, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh, no, they've come on. And yeah. Um, they, they, yeah, listen, I'll, yeah, they, they're, they're a proper rugby team now. Yeah. 
I mean, I think, uh, again, going back to Tillon, just because I've heard so many stories, you know, he, this team that was built on huge money would then go out and play, you know, the, the Wilkinsons and absolute Galacticos rugby team. Yep. If they would lose, literally, even if they're 14 hours away, that the, the owner used to just let them get in a bus, you know, which is like so amateurish. Yep. Uh, getting all these big units to sit on a bus for hours on end. They'd obviously all fly there, but if they lost, they had to catch a bus back just because they're, yeah, they're absolute hooligans when it comes to absolute rascals when it comes to sort of losing and how they sort of see the game and the like. But that's the beauty of the French. Yep. Uh, but if we, uh, now we're, we're obviously singing their praises, mate. And I know you've said they've cleaned up a lot of their weaknesses. If you have to be critical, what, what are the weaknesses in, in the French team? Part of two that lead into each other is one, the size of the occasion. It's really big for France. Uh, you know, as much as we speak about South Africa having, you know, social economic difficulties and all these, France have had a lot. This team, from what I kind of gather, represents, you know, they, they want that good story. The French are getting in behind them. There's all of that. But as you said, that French blood bo- can boil sometimes and no one loves, you know, Red Lever- Lucien the fan, like the they fans, do. Yeah, the fans can, the fans can boo them, which, boo is, them, yeah, which yeah. is strange, yeah. You know, so um, let's see. So maybe the size of the occasion um, yep. might get to them because, you know, mentally, I don't think they've been probably as well tested as they would want. They, they, the Springboks did last year, but there hasn't been, I can't say there's been a hell of a lot, lot of testing of them in, 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 in only, pressure only situations. Ireland, basically, uh, and Scotland, to be fair. But mm. yeah, 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 just different. Yeah, different. They're probably used to, yeah, you, you'd like to think they and would that have And that leads on to the of, second thing, yeah. though. You know, you like, with South Africa, you spoke about big match temperament, you spoke all these things. They're never winning a World Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, we, we, mate, Proteus. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes that stuff is is niggly. Um, yeah. So let's see where they do that. Um, and then the biggest kind of risk I see to them is, and this has just been a funny thing. I guess you know the the the, the old schoolers will say it's just because they're French. They they lose concentration in parts of games. They will just drift totally out of a game sometimes for like 10, 15, 20 minutes sometimes of a game. They it's just like they go into training mode. They're just not there. Yeah and Man, against someone, that could game. just cost you, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yep, that, that is the weaknesses. But, yeah, yeah, we, um, we're scraping barrels here. <laughs> yeah, look, I think the the from my side of things, the, the loss of uh, Intermac and Cyril Bai, I mm. think, could be, uh, again, while, while they've got a brilliant squad and they do have strength and depth, and it only you only need one more further injury to those to those. Cyril Bar's actually the big one. Yeah, Bar's actually the big one. Like yeah. he's a really good loose head. He's a very good yeah, scrummager, very good yeah, ball yeah. carrier. Yeah. And the thing is, like with Intermac, yeah, don't get me wrong, Claus, but yeah. they've got a pretty good replacement. Yeah. Um, but again, and, if Shelly Bear gets injured again, then you're then yeah, you're and you are number going three. Down. So so you're going down the pecking order. So yeah, I think that those two just provide a bit of concern. <laughs> I think we've spoken about the French inconsistency. I mean, I, we saw when they played at uh, when they played Ireland at uh, the Viva, they just never looked like they. I mean, Ireland were brilliant that day, but they just never. There was just a couple of flashes of brilliance by Pernod, yeah, and, and then where they got one or two tries. But they were soundly beaten. Ireland were always ahead. And I just think, God, are you boys just going to decide one day that, again, that you just don't quite fancy it, you know, that you're just not going to come to the party or you're going to do something a little bit naughty at a breakdown and someone's going to get sent off? So 
Again, I still think that inconsistency just hinders them at times, albeit it's improved dramatically. You know, we used to saw we used to saw uh, see swings from one end of the scale to the other. Yeah, that 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 um, that depth and, or that, and that that's where pressure increased. does that funny. Pressure is the thing that can really change that stuff. You can yep. suddenly stop. You know, players or things that you thought were never capable of doing something could end up doing it because of pressure. So no, that's a very fair point. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, let's let, you know, time will tell. So and I think, yeah. and I think we've, we've spoken about the, the, the French and their uh, and their style. I mean, I dare say, if uh, South Africa or New Zealand had a bad half of rugby, you, you'd see the fans trying to really mm. gee them up. You know, where the Not French, no, uh, no, nah, nah, it's it's uh, whistles, white handkerchiefs, and uh, and boos mm. as you go off. So. Yeah, will, will that actually will, will that will that support actually hinder hinder them in terms of the pressure uh, yeah. from that side? I guess that again could be another weakness for you, mate. If you're thinking about uh, again, this is just another star-studded team. So in terms of star players to watch out star for, that, there's obviously one obvious one, but I mean, there's, there's there could be six, seven, eight. There's that one obvious one, um, and Dupont is. I mean, listen, he would walk into any single team in the world. It's that simple. Why, why uh, is he so good from your side, mate? I mean, this it, it's just for, for people that maybe haven't been able to watch he, enough European rugby. Watch European rugby. Um, he's one of those freaks that's just really good at everything in his game. You know, yeah. he, he's physical, so he can take that on. He's got a magnificent pass. His speed on the pass is, is superb. He puts it on a platter a for those big boys. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's kind of it, like, I'm sure if you stood close enough, it'll sound like a bloody Shane Warren, bloody leggy. It's only, you know? it's only Aaron Smith. Yeah, Aaron Smith does the big... Yeah, he, but he, he doesn't have the physicality with it. No, you know, no, no, so, no. So that's, that's where he's good. But the other thing is his kicking game is superb. And he can kick off both feet. Yeah. Um, so, but he so, reads the game so that's well, mate. And just key moments, man. He makes good plays. Just genius. Just, just genius. Some of them are simple, but but the you're not seeing it from other scrum halves in the world. And that you, separates him. It does. And where he's really good is if they get turnovers in broken play, and oh, yeah. with Don't that remember. is he's really good at those fifty twenty twos. Yeah, he, because he's kicking game. He can kick off both feet. If they get a turnover deep in your half and he, he'll see a winger that's up, mate, he finds that touch line, he puts the ball in front of that forward pack and they go to work. Um, yeah. So he's, It looks so yeah. unsuspecting rugby player. You know when sometimes you see mm. someone go... Oh, he seems just like, like a very... For the, he seems a very... He never seems to change. Yeah. You know, you saw but, that picture with him with, with Wilkinson. He almost looks like still the same bloke, but, you know, when he was a yeah, kid. Kid. And he was at, like at, 12 at years old or something. Yeah. Yeah. But listen, he's, mate, when you want to talk about, you know, the master and the apprentice, Matt Gaultier, there's, he's, nurturing, he's nurturing something special in him. Yep. So, no, he's there. But they've got a key spine to that team. Um, Willemsa, Aldred, uh, Olivon. Those those three guys. Um, you, there's a couple others you might in that pack you might chuck in the mix, but I think if they keep those three guys, that's that kind of big lock, as I say, the anchor in the pack, sorts the scrum out, sorts the rucks out. Very much Bucky's Buerta type mould. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Aldred and Olivon are, are just really special loose forwards, man. And they, they, they do a lot of good work. Yeah. And then uh, Gail Ficar has been in this mix for a very long time. I mean, 
I, I can't even tell you how old he is. He, he doesn't look like he ages like a lot of these French. <laughs> um, but he's been around a long time. He's a big body. He's skillful. But he just, he makes, he's one of those guys that you, like you touched on earlier with the Conrad Smith. He makes everyone around him look really good. Yeah. And, yep. and you got to, you got to, so he's key. Uh, but the guy to watch, Anton Dupont. Yeah. Viva la France. The, 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 guy, the guy that I love is, uh, is uh, Pino on the wing. I oh, just, yeah. uh, he's just, he's just silk class. He is, he's no, got he everything, is, mate. He's, he's just he's quick. He's got the swivel. He's got a step. Yeah. Again, a guy, guys, you wouldn't actually think are, are the quickest, or even when you see him on TV. But Jesus, what he's able to do, mate! I mean, he is just—he's he, an absolute baller, that lad. And mm. I think, obviously, what do you think he made in terms of kicking for Paul Ramos? Will still kick. Jelly Bear will be second. Yeah, Lionel. probably. I yeah. mean, Ramos is Ramos is. You don't want to take you know you, 80, also, you don't 80%. want to take these things away from guys. Yeah, but no, also yeah. it, it can affect. Yeah, you're right. it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll yeah. take it away. Just leave him. Especially against he the French, you know, let's French uh, and... th- throw your toys out the cart and uh, you lose Mate, someone well, mentally. If everything happens, just get the Ponte kick. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably kicking ninety percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, if you're thinking uh, uh, the French again, mate, they're in uh, the group with New Zealand. Uh, hmm. Should should easily get out the group, but then they're obviously then playing uh, the teams that are coming out the group of death. Where have you that, got them finishing? They've got they've got a like they've got a real funny pool. Like they start really hard. They got All Blacks first up, and then you know, no disrespect to the likes of Namibia and Uruguay, uh, but then they're pretty quiet until Italy. Italy will back yeah. themselves, but I think they'll just have too much power. The so the way I see it going: first game France in New Zealand, last game France New Zealand with France winning. Um, I, I just genuinely believe this is their time. But they've got the team, they'll have the belief, they'll get the job done, and they'll finally. I don't know what 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 they drink. Oh, they'll be champagne, definitely. Actually, wouldn't they? Out of the it'll, it'll be sweet. Yep. yep, there'll be plenty of bottles, mate. It won't have to be a supply chain. There won't be any supply chain no. issues there. And you can call it champagne. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, do you know I had Ireland a couple uh, a few months ago, but I, I think I'm. Uh, I think and especially. What's just happened with the All Blacks will be it again. It is, it is minor. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to join you, mate. I dare say, and say the French will win it. So we've both got the French winning a home World Cup. That's it, That's it. for the Marty French, au revoir, and we'll be to uh, the Kiwis. <laughs>